in the footsteps of Jesus from down under. This is Nick Krita and this is a special uh, occasion and I'm with Pastor Isava from uh, Darwin, Northern Territory. Pastor Isava, what's the occasion here in Mataranka today? It's a beautiful day. Uh, the occasion here is uh, to unveil the st statues of Bad uh, Bad, the little princess that uh, talk to the stars. And we are here with uh, her daughter, Flo Peters, from uh, the Palmerston Church. And she will be the one that will be unveiling uh, the statue of uh, her mom. That's very interesting. For the first time I heard about the story of this uh, little princess and I heard about it's a very well-known novel, a book written and a, f a movie made. Um, is that right? That's really true. And where we are at the moment is called the capital of the never-never. And that's the, uh, the, what the book is all about. Uh, and this, this is where uh, the unveiling of uh, the statue will be taking place at Mataranka in the Northern Territory. Unveiling will take place and you can see that all the cars, they really value, highly value the, the occasion. And as you see that all the cars that are here and the people that are also coming along to celebrate and to mark the occasion. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, your time, uh, Pastor Isava. And uh, yeah, looking forward for the next uh, step here when the unveiling will take place. We are in a very special place in this morning with the mayor of uh, Mataranka. It's mayor of Ropa Gulf Regional Council, which takes in Mataranka. It's quite a large um, area that we look after. And what's the special occasion today? Um, this morning, it's we have the unveiling of our new um, characters from the Never We Are the Never Never, which was a story of Jeannie Gunn's life when she arrived here in 1908 and when she left up here she wrote a book and it became quite famous there's been a movie made of it that we did have statues in the park that were made out of cement and they were originally um, built by an artist called Yvonne Dorwood and over the years the, the cements deteriorated and everything so we did a lot of fundraising with the local authority here in town and Roper Golf Regional Council met them dollar for dollar to have all new bronze statues made for those characters and this morning is our unveiling of them. That's wonderful. And for those um, of our listeners who may not uh, know about this, which I, it's hard to believe that uh, people wouldn't know about the Bad Bad and the Little Princess, uh, the movie uh, We Are the Never Never. Uh, all these things happen here in the Northern Territory in a little uh, place, little town called uh, Mataranka. Yes, it certainly does. And it's a great spot to visit. There's lots to see and do. So if you're traveling this way, please stop. And thank you so much. We are talking with the mayor. Uh, Judy McFarlane. Thank you so much. We're looking forward for uh, later on because you are busy now to proceed with the unveiling. Thank you very much. We are going to take a short break here. We'll be back shortly. Please stay with us. Taste and see that the Lord is good. You tried everything that you thought you could. Oh, taste and see that His love is real. Open up right now. Let your hearts be filled. 
taste and see that the Lord is good. You tried everything that you thought you could. Oh, taste and see that His love is real. Open up right now. Let your hearts be filled with peace overflowing, joy everlasting, love so amazing. Taste life so exciting, hope so inviting. All who are crying to be free, taste and see, taste and see, taste and see. Taste and see that His word is true. You've been hurt before, He won't lie to you. Oh, taste and see, never thirst again, every broken heart, Jesus Christ will mend with peace overflowing, joy everlasting, love so amazing, taste, life so exciting, hope so inviting, all who are crying to be free, taste and see, taste and see, taste and see. With peace overflowing, joy everlasting, love so amazing, taste, life so exciting, hope so inviting. All who are crying to be free, taste and see, taste and see, taste and see. In the footsteps of Jesus from down under. We are uh, now um, after unveiling these uh, beautiful uh, statues here and we are uh, Together with the mayor of Ropagolf Regional Council and we are in Mataranka right now. Yes, you are Tell me a little bit of um, the story just in few words and next to you we have the daughter of Beth Beth That's correct. We have Florence with us this morning um, and we're actually right now standing at Bet Bet statue. Um, Florence came down to help me with the unveiling this morning and I feel immensely privileged that we have a member of Bet Bet's family here this morning to help with this. So thank you. That's wonderful and I would like to have a few words from uh, uh, Mrs. Flo. Yes, I Flo, yes. <laughs> and I would like to have uh, a little bit later on a few minutes with you only to tell me about the story of your uh, mother, okay? Yeah, right. But it's very nice to have you with us on uh, Faith FM radio today. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's okay if I'll talk to both of you just for uh, 30 seconds? What I would like to ask um, here, we're still in Matoranka and there was a very special occasion to unveil a uh, few statues here and put um, this little place on the world map. Do you know what's the story about that? 
We have the Never Never. In, we have the Never Never. In relation to Anesius Gunn, uh, back at the turn of the century, they were uh, living at Elsie Station. And there's a movie obviously being made about it and that type of thing. Um, family in the area, uh, Aboriginal stockmen. That's beautiful. And you're proud of that. Uh, for how long are you here? You're, you're uh, born or you s- only serve here in the police uh, force? I've uh, served here for now for the last seven years, uh, but I've been in the area since 1984. Thank you. And we're talking to? Tom Shaw. Tom Shaw. And also next to you, you have your um, colleague? Yeah, Gary Hancock. I've been here three and a half weeks, uh, settling in nicely. It's a really nice place. And this was a very special occasion to be part of. Yeah, it obviously means a lot for the uh, community, you know, uh, tapping into their history. So, yeah, it's a good, good day. And I can see the family working very well here um, today. And, yeah, it's a very nice place. Thank you for uh, being with us. No worries. Thank you very much. Next to me also here is Ligia Kurita. And I know, Ligia, that you read a little um, book uh, entitled The Girl Who Talked to the Stars, which um, reveals a little bit more about the little black princess who talked to the stars. Ligia, can you tell me in few words um, about that book? Because we are going to offer this uh, book and there is also a DVD made uh, after this. Um, yes, I read the book. Uh, the book is called The Girl Who Talks to the Stars and is written by Alan Holman. He's a retired writer uh, living in the uh, Yarra Valley, east of Melbourne, Victoria. The book is named The Girl Who Talked to the Stars because the main character, Dolly, was taken as a housemaid in uh, Jeannie's Gunn's house, uh, which was uh, at Elsie Station, uh, a cattle and horse station, who was owned by um, a cattle boss, Ayanas Gunn, and uh, his wife, Jeannie Gunn. Uh, Jeannie Gunn, she loved this little black girl, and she took her as a housemaid. And... Um, she was called by others around the Mrs. Ginny um, Gunn, Mrs., uh, called this little black girl Bet Bet after an uh, older Aboriginal woman that was called Bet Bet Stott who lived in the same area. Uh, in 1905, Mrs. Gunn wrote that Bet Bet had the ways of a princess and believed her to be the daughter of a tribal chief. Ginny Gunn had the kindness of hearts and had a magical way with words, and in 1905 she wrote the book The Little Black Princess of the Never Never, a book all about Bet Bet. And uh, later, in 1908, she again penned a best-selling book called Way of the Never Never, in which she described her life in the heart of Australia. It was the first exposure of the rigorous of life uh, on a cattle station, particularly through the eyes of a woman. And this book enjoyed an an international uh, success. And we are going to refer a little bit more to the... um a little book which was written um, the girl who talked to the stars and also a dvd was made by the um, incredible journey and we offer this to you if you like to give us a call 
Yeah, what else, Lija, you, you picked up from that little book? I would like also to mention that this book uh, title, The Girl Who Talked to the Star, is about that Dolly being adopted by the genie gun in her house as a housemaid she g- offered her uh, a bed mat to sleep on uh, on the outso- outside veranda of the house and uh, this little black girl she was always admiring the closer dark sky full of stars that was above her Uh, she loved the night sky she'd spent hours counting the pinpricks of light and watching the falling stars in the black unpolluted outback heavens often she'd close her eyes and wonder what life had in store for her a half caste as some people called her a colored kid and it didn't sound kind would she always be an outsider in both her tribe and the white man's world she was finding it that it was hard being different many times she dreamed about a beautiful future where she would be accepted for what she was the innocent child of a mixed race relationship so because of this the book has Uh, the title the girl who talked to the stars and she always inquired when she talked to the to to the stars she inquired what is this world about what is her life about it where is her life going to turn to it was like she knew that above there there was somebody uh, bigger than us somebody mightier than us a creator Thank you, Lydia, for that. Um, We're going to take a short break here, and after the break we'll have the privilege to talk uh, a little bit more with uh, the daughter of uh, Beth Beth. Please stay with us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back soon. His strength is perfect. I can do all things. Through Christ who gives me strength But sometimes I wonder what He can do through me No great success to show No glory on my own But in my weakness He is there To let me know That His strength is perfect When our strength is gone He'll carry us When we can carry on Raised in His power The weak Become strong His strength is perfect His strength is perfect We can only know The power that He holds When we truly see how deep Our weakness goes His strength in us begins 
where ours comes to an end And He hears our humble cry And He proves again That His strength is perfect When our strength is gone He'll carry us when we can Carry on Raised in His power The weak become strong His strength is perfect His strength is perfect His strength is perfect His strength is perfect In the footsteps of Jesus from down under This is Nick Krita, your host and we are continuing this special uh, edition uh, today being part of a special event when uh, in Maturanka, Northern Territory, took place the unveiling of few statues here. And uh, next to me here is my privilege to welcome to our program Beth Beth's daughter and is known as Mrs. Flo. Can you tell me please your full name? Yeah, my name is Florence Peters. And Florence, now what's special about this, and I want to talk to you today, is that um, you and your mother, Bet Bet, has known the little black princess. And we talked about a bit earlier in the program that um, because of her, this place in Mataranka is now known in the whole world. Uh, you know, Mataranka was put on the on the map of this world because of your mother. But what I'd like to hear from you today is uh, how your mother and yourself found God. Well, when you say that, I would like to say how God found us. Um, we have been uh, Christians, but we didn't know much about what the Lord was about. And it was happened that there was a mission running and outreach in Darwin, and it was about um, archaeology. And I said to my mum, would you like to go and see it? Because I love archaeology. And she said, yes. So that's where our first steps was towards Jesus. When we went, it was finally, after many um, uh, programs that we had gone through, we finally realized that we were amongst Christian people. And one of the things they said, if you come every night, we will give you a Bible. Now, I never owned a Bible and to me it was going to be a precious thing so both my mum and my myself was able to get a bible and then we finished the series and we realized that this is where we wanted to be we want to follow jesus we want to be part of his great family and so when the call was who would like to get baptized we did both my mother and i and many others that were at that program but you know i have never regretted making that choice and neither did my mum the greatest joy that my mum is she told me 
in so many words that she was not going to go to sleep till Jesus came. But unfortunately she died when she was 95. But you know that we have that blessed hope that one day we will see Jesus and we all look forward to it. I know I want to look forward to seeing my mum because if ever there was a person who gave her life to Jesus, my mum was. She said it wasn't where she came from, it was where she was going. And she said, I have never known love that I have found with Jesus. And I can echo that same sentiment. That's wonderful uh, to say those words about your mother. And, you know, I can um, relate to that because uh, the reason I'm here also, even uh, talking to you, is because of my mother, who was a very faithful woman and uh, prayed a lot for me to to come to God. I'd like to take you back just a little bit, if you don't mind, to tell us, uh, because... I know, um, you know, even through the book which was written about the life of your mother, what do you know about her uh, hardship? And, uh, yeah, this is, it's a lot written about this movie, um, done, but what do you recollect here now, uh, talking about your mother and how she was driven? through the difficult times, to the hardship in life, to still keep going? Well, I think one of the things, the hardest things my mum found that um, when Mrs. Gunn had to leave her, she wanted to take her back to Melbourne when Aninas died, but the life or the law wouldn't allow her to take her. So she had to stay there for a while, and then finally she would put on a train to send to Darwin and from Darwin she was put in what they call service and so she was like um, oh, like I suppose a, a girl that looked after the kids and that and one of the people that she was with was very kind to her one family but the next family that she had wasn't very kind to her and one of the things I think I can remember her telling me that she finally her father came up a real father and he bought her a doll and he gave her this doll and she thought it was beautiful to have a doll and when he went those people took the doll off her and she was so hurt because this was a gift from her father now over the years I from what I understand he did come to see her when or she saw him when she was 18 and I had the privilege uh, a couple of years ago to trace him and I went down to see where he was buried in South Australia and um, I didn't have the privilege of knowing my grandfather but I'm sure he loved her very much but law was different in those days and unfortunately my mum wasn't well treated some things she told us and some she didn't but you know the thing is as I said where she came from was one place where she was going was another and she had so much joy and happiness she never regretted or felt that what was done to her wasn't right she accepted what happened to her because when she found Jesus she didn't hold all those grudges you know so it was hard to get a story from her but that's about what's happened with my mum you know and then she met my dad and of course there was five of us in the family three boys and the two girls but I'm the last surviving one 
Oh, and that's uh, that's wonderful to be even able to talk to you today. So it's a privilege. And um, Mrs. Plo, um, what's wonderful what you just said about your mother that didn't matter what she was going through before, but uh, what she found and was Jesus. And Jesus himself uh, went through difficulties and he warned us that um, we may go through difficulties if we follow him but uh, he offered us uh, eternal life that's why this program is called in the footsteps of Jesus and uh, we are uh, so um, uh, privileged to be able to talk about uh, faith about uh, our parents who were uh, Uh, doing the best they could for us also to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. Now, just um, a few more things if I could ask you, what would you like to say to the people who are listening today, to the young and old, um, those people who may not uh, found God yet, or those people who may been through some difficult times and challenges like your mother and us all, what would you say to these people? Well, what I would say is Jesus is always knocking at every one of our doors, you know. We have to open that door so he can come in. And, you know, he is waiting to come in. We live in an uncertain world, but we know there's a world coming where we'll be all happy. And as in Revelation, it says there'll be no more death, no more sighing. And, you know, who wouldn't want to live in a place like this when we got a better place to go to? The invitation is free, salvation is free. All you have to do is say, I accept you, dear Jesus. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, uh, may God richly bless you. You are still very vibrant, I can see. Uh, I'm not going to ask you how old are you, but uh, I can see that you you are full of... Um, I will be nudging 89 soon. 89. Oh, may God bless you. And uh, uh, keep being um, a testimony, a living testimony for Jesus, for all the people around. Well, sometimes they say we're the only Bible people will read. So we have to act like we know Jesus. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. We started this program with uh, Pastor uh, Isava coming all the way from uh, Darwin for this special occasion. And you also brought a few people with you from Darwin and also um, some more from uh, Catherine. What's your impression? What's the feeling after this um, time here? I think it's uh, a very um, interesting uh, momentum occasion that uh, we can come and reflect on uh, how the Lord led Bad Bad, how the Lord led His people uh, to be able to be the light and uh, be the salt uh, of the earth where she was. And to be able to come and, uh, and be reminded of that as we witness the unveiling of um, her statue here, is uh, it's a great occasion mm. wonderful thank you so much uh, for inviting us also to this um, uh, occasion because we didn't have a clue we were traveling around but uh, this happened to be very special thank you so much and god bless you in the work you do here in northern territory because you're covering uh, this uh, uh, quite uh, big range of uh, places i know you pastoring five churches around uh, darwin uh, is that right yeah that's right and uh, yeah very excited and uh, i know that um, we cannot do it without power but it's uh, only through the power of the Holy Spirit that works in and through us. 
Thank you so much. And this was uh, In the Footsteps of Jesus from Down Under. Until next time, may God richly bless you. And don't forget, keep walking in the footsteps of Jesus.